2: This is another edition of the quarantine stream brunch edition. JLS, how, how you feeling, man?
4: I'm going good. I'm going to just have my my my, my brunch. Nice, nice, my app- nice.
2: Okay, all right, all right, just got my pizza on myself, so uh, salute to you, hope you're doing all right, salute to everybody out there that's watching, man, hit that thumbs up button for your boys, on today's episode, Jails, so we're going to talk about the potential return of the NBA, seems like the NBA is getting closer to a return, and there are some interesting uh, season formats that the league is voting on at this current time. Uh, to see how we're going to finish up the season. So it's very interesting what's being proposed and how that will affect the Knicks. So mm-hmm. let's go ahead and, and break those down. Uh, once again, salute to everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. All right, JL. So according to Shams of The Athletic, the league right now is uh, all 30 teams. The GMs of all 30 teams have been sent to survey to uh, decide on the fate of the season. Right now, the proposal is to isolate down at Walt Disney World, World Wide uh, World of Sports, down in the Disney campus, clearly big enough to to house, you know, all of the players and the staff and so on and so forth, closed off to the public. They were also talking about Vegas as a potential site for the West, but I haven't heard as much uh, traction on, on that end. So right now, it seems like Disney World is the proposed site. All right? So now mm-hmm. here's here's some of the things that are being discussed. They're talking about a, uh, a two-step approach to the start of games. Two weeks of training camp at your local site, and then a two-week quarantine camp at the playing location. So uh, coinciden- coincidentally, today, uh, Governor Cuomo just opened up sports facilities for the local New York teams. Interesting. The, now the Knicks are still trying to confirm with the league whether or not they can get their players back to the practice facility. So they're still trying to work with the league on that. But Cuomo has, uh, you know, officially opened up the facilities for players to go back and, and start training. Okay. So so, th- so you have the two-step process. Go
4: ahead. Okay. Yeah. So I, I heard that um, the Knicks and the Nets are petitioning to actually practice in Orlando. But, uh, All right. So, but they can, they have the option now.
2: Well, this is, this is just one of the topics being discussed, right? Also, obviously the testing has to be thorough and consistent. They're looking at an alternative test um, to, to use on the players because the, the, the nasal swab test is is quite invasive, uncomfortable for some. So they're looking for something a little bit lighter. Um, and then they're saying once on the site, the teams could share support service, support services, medical staff and so on and so forth. All right. So here, here's the good stuff. The season formats being considered. Number one, go straight to the playoffs. All 16 teams with records counting as of March 12th. Straight to the playoffs. All right. Number yep. two, a playoff plus option. Which means, remember when they, they, they were deciding for potentially changing up some of the season in starting 2021 in terms of um, a play option for the playoff teams? Right. Where you took, like, 7 through 10 and have and them play was... for 7 and 8.
4: Right, right. They had their own, like, little mini playoffs to get into the playoffs. Right, to... right. And mm-hmm. now
2: remember, in the East and the West right now, there's several teams that were still vying for playoff spots. And proceeding, yeah. so that could be the league's opportunity to implement this at a time when you know you're gonna have an unorthodox finish to the season if you choose to close.
4: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. There's a few teams on the bubble. I mean, I know yeah. I know the Nets are on the bubble. I know Portland was in the bubble. Pelicans. Uh, yeah, Pelicans are on a bubble. So that that buy off option that would be actually pretty entertaining playoffs. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't
2: the league want nothing else than than Zion leading the Pelicans through the playing tournament and facing off against LeBron and the Lakers in the the 1-8 matchup? That would kind of be hot. I mean, come on, man. You know the league would be salivating for that. Oh, hell Um, yeah. So so that's a playoff-plus option. Now, they're considering if they do the playoff-plus option, how many teams? 18, 20, 22 or twenty four, J. Ellis, and if they go okay. twenty four, guess who's in?
4: Mm, the wonder. New York
2: Knickerbockers, baby. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what a story that would be!
2: What a story! Julius is it's, practicing his spin moves right now.
4: He the playoff curse. Julius is taking <laughs> us Miller.
2: to the promised land, baby.
4: A <laughs> seed beats the. One there
2: we go. Julius <laughs> is working diligently right now, JLS, to bring us, to deliver us to the promised land. So, oh, man. Oh, yeah, no. yeah, there's there's that for Knicks fans. Um, there's resume the whole regular season with all 30 teams, which I don't see happening, but that's certainly on the table. And then, you know, resuming the regular season with the play-in option. Right. As, as we discussed. So, mm-hmm. I- interesting stuff. And then they're saying in terms of format options for the Playoff Plus could be a potential play-in tournament featuring bubble teams for the eighth seed, play-in tournament for the 7th and 8th or group stage, kind of like soccer where you know you have group A B C D, you play each other twice and then the leaders of each group would basically advance to the second round type of thing. Okay. Okay, all right. Interesting, interesting
4: lot
2: of interesting options yeah um potential scrimmage games prior to the restart two three four or five games you know to kind of get warmed up um total regular season game sales they're thinking about 72 or 76 now remember a lot of teams. there's teams that didn't you know the knicks finished with 66 games some teams Mm -hmm. have finished between 63 and 67 so number one the lottery teams certainly have something to say in terms of finishing even right right um mm-hmm. but also the league wants to get past 70 games because 70 games is the minimum that they negotiated with their with the local regional networks
3: mm. so if
2: they cut the season and don't get to 70 games they have to refund those regional networks the TV money
4: so it's safe to say that uh no matter what happens, I, I, I would guess Adam Silver is going to push at least for a seventy-two. If they can,
2: if if they can, they have to, right? Because then you're talking about refunding the local networks. That's less income for the league, which, mm. but still helps the Knicks. Right it helps the Knicks if they drop the cap even further.
4: Definitely, yeah. <laughs> definitely, would be, it would definitely help the Knicks?
2: Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, you know, so Brock Allers, he's got his calculator out right now. JLC's getting ready. He's got a plan. <laughs> you
4: know what I mean? Yeah, man, we got the genius Brock Aller over here trying to yeah manipulate the system. It'll work yeah. out for us. For
2: sure. Playoff format that they're voting on: traditional East-West or reseed. Remember with the twenty twenty-one proposal, they're talking about potentially reseeding the playoffs. I don't think they'd go with the reseed. I think they would just go traditional here. But I don't know. What do you think?
4: Definitely not seeing a receipt happening. I feel like that's a, a riot waiting to happen. Yeah. It's a little 70- little
2: little too little too edgy. A little too edgy. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's not happening. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not sure, man. Um roster considerations. They're saying the possibility of a limited roster expansion. Choice of one to three additional spots would allow teams to have more players on the inactive list. Um possibility of expanding playoff rosters for all playoff teams, one or two additional participants. Possibility of allowing two Way players to be eligible for the playoff sales. How's That'll Kenny be. Wooten's thumb feeling? <laughs> Julius is gonna need him.
4: Yeah, Go I mean, maybe we can have Kenny start. <laughs> Ju- Julius
2: might need him. We gotta call maybe. Kenny, make sure he's good, man.
4: Or maybe we can have uh Bras Dinkins up instead of Kevin Knox. Maybe we could do that. Iggy, let's let's get Iggy up here. Let's, let's get Iggy up here for the playoffs. I want to see that. You know. Or maybe you know what we need a guard to shoot maybe we bring up Lamar Kid, Peters yes, yeah. <laughs> Kitty e. <laughs> All
2: coming back for the exactly. stretch run and then they're saying latest possible dates to finish Labor Day September 15th, October 1st October 15th or November 1st man
4: that is nuts. What does that mean for the league? Does that mean the league then
2: starts in like definitely the new year? December time or into the new year you're talking about maybe a 50 something game season 60 something game season for next year. You know what
4: though, I can You know, what? I was I can see the the league because like the holidays being so big, I can see the league starting on like Christmas.
2: Well, it did in twenty eleven. It did around there, twenty eleven. Remember, yeah. it was a 67, 67, uh schedule, sixty seven game schedule.
4: Yeah, I can definitely see that. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. It's just too much money. Everybody's home. The cap is already shortened. You want to get that money back. Have everybody watch the games around Christmas with anybody's home everywhere. Yeah. Anyway, it, just, it makes too much sense. Very, very interesting.
2: Salute to you guys out there. Salute to <sighs> Next Nation. What do you guys think, man? What do you guys think? You know, it, it's... Um, again, if somebody catches this thing while they out there, then what
4: happens? You shut the whole thing down. Yeah, but it's like, I mean, I, they're taking precautions. I mean... The way they're doing it they're shorting The sh- first of all they're shortening the staff so the shortening the staff from what 50 to 35 yeah so they're like they're they're gonna be cutting trainers and assistant coaches mm-hmm. it's gonna be- and I would guess the correct way to do this is to have the testing done before you reach the bubble well, I, I think it's gonna be daily. Mickey Mouse and Walt Disney right yeah,
2: I think it would be daily It'll have to be have to be. Yeah, so, I, mean, I, if, I think it'd be day or daily temperature checks, you know, one test, a temperature yeah. check and, you know, I'm not a medical person, but it, it's going to be thorough and, and, and rigorous. You you would know that.
4: Like if you test before you are even allowed on the plane or wherever, however you're traveling, then I think it should be. I, I think it should be all right. In theory. I mean, yeah, we're all learning, but I guess step one is making sure everyone who's there doesn't have anything. And then step two is isolating everybody there. That's right.
2: That's right. Mm -hmm. And the phone lines are up. If anybody wants to call in, weigh in on anything, you know, ask us any questions you want. 657-383-1509. Definitely call us up and talk all things Knicks. You know, Mm -hmm. JL, there's definitely, I see it as like three tiers of stakeholders in this whole thing, right? Obviously, you have the playoff teams that are already in. You know, the Lakers, the Clippers, they're ready to just get it on, get to the playoffs, let's Mm -hmm. get it started. But again, you have these bubble teams that have gone through the season with still, you know, some 12 to 15 games left where their strength of schedules can be so varied that a Pelicans may have had a legit shot of making the playoffs over uh, uh, Memphis or Utah or whoever the case may be.
4: Yeah, there's a lot of teams on that bubble that's just really interesting. Like, like you said, Pelicans, Utah, and even Portland. Like a team like Portland who was banged up. I, I, that's what I'm really curious about because a team yeah. like Portland who was banged up, um, they might have had time to heal now. This might be an advantage to them if they end up getting into the season a little bit later, a little bit more healthy, and maybe they can actually you know, right. knock out some of these young teams. Right. I, I would think they would want to continue the season as well.
2: Yeah. And then, again, you got the teams on the bottom who, you know, they're not done tanking yet. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to get these lottery outs sorted out. Knicks won their last game against the Hawks. We need some sort of clarity here. Get, <laughs> get us to the 72, and, and let's get these young guys out there and finish off the season. Yeah, man. Can we get
4: this tank happening? Like, what's it? The-
2: <laughs> That's it. <laughs> get the, Can we do this we, tank gotta, ha- we got some tanking to, to, to we do. We got some tanking to finish. man. You know? <laughs> Yeah, because then it's like, again, if you don't get to the 70 or 72 benchmark, then how do you figure out what the lottery standings are? If the Knicks right. finish with 66 games, another team finished with 63, who's rightfully, you know what I mean? Who 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 yeah, has who the right to, to that pick? So that's why I think come hell or high water, it, no matter how long they have to wait to start this thing, I think they're going to start it.
4: Yeah, absolutely. I don't Restart see any it. scenario... I mean, I don't see – I mean, it's possible, but if I had to bet money, every party involved from the NBA and Adam Silver who won, who would, like, stands lose money to the, the people in the playoffs who want to, like, get a few games under the belt just to, you know, get loose because NBA is about rhythm. And at the end of the year is when the NBA teams really get their rhythm, really work, work out the kinks sometimes, and to sit for three months and then start right into Wait. the playoffs this doesn't it, seem
2: it, it's weird man it's weird but again there's so much to lose uh, for so many different stakeholders uh that I I just I think they're gonna try to start it um, by any means necessary as long as they can see some of the numbers going down mm-hmm. you know nationwide and so and then Dinwiddie Dinwiddie gets on his soapbox on Twitter and he's like hey well What's the extra financial incentive for uh, putting putting myself out there on the line? You know, and then that got a little contentious. You know, people telling him to shut up and dribble and all of that. You know? <laughs> yeah, it got ugly. Oh, it God. got ugly, man. So people started swinging on Dinwiddie too, man.
4: Oh man, it's like I don't like Dinwiddie, but. <laughs>
2: No, I, I get listen, it. I'll get say, it. I get it. Yeah, I'll say this. I'm not I'm not when it comes to basketball and just like the sportsmanship, obviously I'm not a Dinwiddie guy, you know what right. I mean? But you I, I feel it. like from a from a business standpoint, I like the fact that he's forward thinking. Mm-hmm. And yes, you know, the thing about incentivizing for for putting their lives on the line is it a little tone deaf? Yeah, it is a little bit, but at the same time you you are asking these guys to put themselves out in in potential harm's way to finish out the season.
4: Exactly. So I can see both sides of the argument. I can I can definitely see both sides of the argument, and if that sounds like such a, a Spencer a, a dimwitty tweet, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like with his with his things with Bitcoin and all that stuff. Yeah, but it's like I get what he's saying, but I feel like this is a lot less risk with the NBA players. Maybe I'm seeing something I'm not seeing something in the field of view, but because of the because of all the testing that's happening with the teams and the NBA players, a lot more than is happening. With me, I'm living in Brooklyn. And I'm in like in the hubbity, like yeah. <laughs> uh, no one's testing my job, like, so yeah. like <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a privilege with sports, man. That's yeah, a privilege
2: with sports. You know, they they get priority in a lot of these things. You
4: know, exactly. Exactly. Very exactly. interesting. Man. But I understand. I understand what you're saying. No one yeah. wants to be in harm's way, but it just seems like it's a lot safer for NBA players to return. At least, unless I'm missing something and I'm ignorant of something.
2: Yeah, seems so. Well, like I said, let, let one of these guys come down with it, and and then it's a, it's another controversy.
4: Oh, yeah.
2: You know, it's, a, it's another controversy. So, let's um let, let let's see what's going on. So, to everybody in the chat, hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Brunch Time Edition Quarantine Stream. CP from Knicks Fan TV. My man, J L from Knicker Time Show. If you're a diehard Knicks fan, make sure you hit that subscribe button and the notification bell so you don't miss anything. Check out some of our older content as well, JLs, man. The Langston Galloway interview was great, man. I thought that was oh, really yeah. good. Salute to Langston Galloway for uh, coming through. Charlie Ward rescheduled. It was supposed to be Thursday. Um, we're going to shoot for Wednesday, but just look out for the notification when Charlie Ward gets here. And uh, that should be another good one. And mm-hmm. um, the captain's got the coronavirus, JLs. You know, yeah, that, man. That I caught that. Yeah. <sighs> Tough. Tough, tough. So definitely praise up for the captain. You saw Oak sent out his uh, get well soon wishes. Mm-hmm. So that's good. You know, you know, you don't want to see uh, the petty stuff still yeah. on the surface because this now this is life. This is a life and death situation. So you definitely don't want to play around with that. So you know, it was good of Oak to kind of step up and put his pride to the side and and uh, and, and you know wish the captain well.
4: Yeah, man. Because like at the end of the day, what was he really mad about? Really. <laughs> what was it all about, Oak? What was it all about? Yeah. Like, I understand him and Dolan, but he was like, Yeah. He went there really, he went astray. I think, didn't you ask him that question? That was your
2: fault, man.
0: I think my you, fault. you I triggered this whole thing. Oh, no, I, I asked I him the question. The blame. That's I, definitely, fine. I
2: definitely, I definitely. <laughs> and he was tight when I asked him. He's like, What do you want to know about Patrick I was Like, well, I don't, I, you know, you said it I not was me, man. I'm just, I'm just looking for yeah. answers, Oak.
4: I was just like, Yo, when did this start? Yeah. <laughs> And he didn't tell me when he, when it started. I was yeah. like, I was like, "Yo, you talking about something that happened like thirty years ago, bro?" <laughs> uh,
2: you know, uh, oak will be oak, but you know, yeah. best wishes to the captain for sure. Best wishes, best wishes <laughs> to the captain for sure. In other news, Jay news, but not really news. But um, Lamelo, you know, the a uh, couple articles came out over the past couple of days. One that Lamar Lavar Ball wants the Knicks for Lamelo. And, mm-hmm. the, and the Knicks are had after LaMelo themselves, potentially at all costs, at any cost, according to Chad Ford, uh, draft insiders, thinks thinks the Knicks are on a one-way path to LaMelo, no matter what draft pick they acquire uh, in the lottery. So, well, what's your thoughts on, is, is LaMelo a, by any means, necessary pick for you?
4: No. <laughs> <laughs> by any necessary yeah, is he by necessary. any means necessary pick for you right now no he's not a by any means necessary pick to me um it, it, like he's a great pick um i would not i like this there's only been a few times in the NBA history when first round picks when first picks have been traded and usually they involve in your your first round pick with a future first round pick and when you consider the talents coming out next season you would think that uh, it's not really worth it to package two first round picks for the metal. And I love the And I feel like if we did get the he would be a really good fit for this team. But I also feel like there's other options if we do not end up getting. it. Yeah. So, so
2: I, I think again, I think depending on where you are, I think mm-hmm. if they can get at lowest fourth, I think they could get a legit shot at him even if they have to trade that wouldn't necessarily kill them in the long run. You know right. what I'm saying? Like like say let, let's say um let's say you, you got Golden State sitting there at 3. Knicks are sitting there at 4. Maybe Golden State's willing to trade down, you know. You you swap picks and maybe you put in the 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 uh, the Clippers pick. Maybe that gets it done, or maybe you do a lottery protected pick in the next year.
4: If they're asking for our pick and the Clippers pick for Lamelo, I'm doing that in a heartbeat.
2: I'm not even blinking. right to to swap to swap two spots. No, yeah. it'll probably cost you a little bit more. It'll probably cost you, like I said, an, a, a um, lottery protected pick in in a in
4: a future draft. I next year's draft right. is too. I don't man. <laughs> yeah. I would steer away from next year's draft, like the plate. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would definitely steer away from next year.
2: Now, mm-hmm. if you're talking about, you know, you're sitting at six, and the team that's in position to get Lamelo is at one or two, then it's going to cost you, probably. Oh yeah, if it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you a little bit more.
4: And the more I think about, is it, like I don't. It's like this: if we don't get Lamelo, I'm still good with Killian. I'm mm-hmm. still cool with trading down for Kira Lewis. I'm I'm good with other options. I'm I'm good with trading. Like I'm good. I'm. It's it's. I, yeah. Melo would really fit nice. It seems like he would fit nice next to RJ, but there's other options if it's too expensive.
2: I mean, I don't see them as the ideal pairing. I don't I don't see Lamelo as the as the ideal pairing with RJ, just because right now they're not the the best shooting backcourt. But I think you still have to go for the best player available when you get him, when
4: you get there. It's it's the more upside for sure, and the upside as well. Yeah, like and and the upside as well. Like if you go, I mean, there's really fault with every person you really pick at guard from 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 that standpoint. Like if you go, if you go Lamelo, thirty three, what thirty two percent from three, um, not horrible but not bad. Um, The Catch and shoot seems like okay, but it's like. Just like you said, because of the shooting, they don't naturally fit all the way together. But at least you know he can set people up. He can set up. He can set up RJ. He can set He's up. He's the gym. best
2: point guard in the draft. If you're talking he, about actually running an offense, there's no. I don't think you can question that.
4: You can't question yeah, that, bro. And if, if you go Killian, Killian might be a little safer because he can shoot. Even though he doesn't really shoot. Um, even though his uh, uh, uh catch and shoot numbers aren't that good, his his off the dribble shooting numbers are fine. And you figured maybe he can get that up quicker than anybody else because, you know, he, he, if you can, if you can catch, if you can shoot off the dribble, you should be able to shoot, catch, and shoot easily. So right. you, you would hope that would catch up. So you would think that might be a faster fit with RJ and Mitch, maybe without less, uh, less headache, even though Mel has more of an upside.
2: I mean, either way, you, you, you get a Lamella you got to upgrade your shooting at the three and the four, you know, regardless. Um, of of who's playing with him in the backcourt, you got to upgrade your shooting, man. Right, you know that that's how you get him activated. Um, let's let's hear from Will from LI, on The topic, Will, how you feeling, man?
5: Hey, how you how you two guys doing?
2: What's good, bro? How you feeling, bro? Right.
5: First off, I want to thank you guys for those interviews, man. They've been gems.
2: Appreciate you, bro.
5: Yep, really good stuff. But listen, man, we got to talk about this whole thing with uh, Lamelo and starting up the league again, because I've been outside of the league starting up, there's there's some moral issues about it. The whole idea about, you know, rich players getting first track at these tests that, you know, should probably be for other people. I had kind of a solution to that or an idea. I feel like for every test that the players take, the league can donate three to, like, you know, to teams that need it and stuff like. So well, hopefully that could like steer all the public relation aspect of it. Uh-huh. But for the Lamelo stuff, man, I've been I, I've been ecstatic, man. I love that the Knicks see what I see, and and what we need to start doing, we need to start thinking about these packets to potentially moving up.
2: Well, so well we first got to figure that out what the maybe a knock. <laughs> okay. That's that's where I'm hanging up, Will. Thanks for the call, man. What did he say? He, he said yeah. maybe maybe a knock.
4: Maybe a knock? Done.
2: <laughs> that's where I'm, I'm cutting you. I'm cutting you short today. today. <laughs> Salute to you, man. Appreciate the call. Why you cut my guy off? I mean <laughs> because look, well, first off, we don't we don't know what the what the draft, what the lottery. We don't have a lottery pick yet. So to it, to me it would be ridiculous to think about trading packages when we don't even know suppose we get again a top three pick could get it done depending on who's picking ahead of you right if Golden State has number one they're not picking LaMelo Cleveland you I think you had said maybe but I I can't see it maybe I I think they would go Edwards over LaMelo and then if the Knicks get third you're good
4: I can see that you just never know. You just never know.
2: But well, I'm just, you know, I'm just throwing it out there that, uh, you know, if you sit in top three, you still have a good chance.
4: Because the the Timberwolves, I mean, Cleveland is moving like the old school Timberwolves. I think we had this conversation
2: before. <laughs>
0: Rubio
4: Flynn. Yes. Yes. <laughs> when the Timberwolves just kept picking point guards. And we're just like, there's no way they're going to pick another point there's guard. There's no and way. Rubio. And we're just like, mother. And, <laughs> and still didn't pick Steph Curry.
2: It's still the <laughs> there. Way, the way you, yeah, just don't know. you just don't know. You don't just don't know. know. I think Glenn Taylor, I want to say Glenn Taylor was the GM of the Timberwolves at that time. Um, just <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. Did you see, speaking of the Timberwolves, did you see this week, I think ESPN or something was doing like all time this versus all time that. Like they were doing like all time Knicks versus all time Nets starting five. Oh, um, man. I,
4: I saw the meme.
2: <laughs> and then the Timberwolves one, it's like, they put Rubio at the one, Sam Cassell at the two, and it's like, come on, man. Like, oh, blatant uh, disrespect to Stephon Marbury, JLs.
4: Jesus. David
2: <laughs> Kahn. David Kahn, they said, was the GM of the Timberwolves. Blatant disrespect to Stephon Marbury, JLs. Like, you know, the, the 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 Bleacher reports at ESPN, they try so hard to generate engagement,
4: and they win every time. They yeah, win they that. win
2: every time because it's just so stupid. It, you know, it, it's just so stupid that, that they would do that. Sam, can you going to put Sam Cassell and Ricky Ruby up there, not Stefan Marbury? On the all-time list. That's crazy. That's crazy. That, that, that's crazy. Man. So, <laughs> um, you know, just funny stuff, man. Um, yeah, I, you know, uh, we'll also mentioned in terms of the proposal and, and the morality of it, You know, sports, you could argue, you know, it's an American pastime, man. This is is what we lean on to get us through these times. This is why we put Mm. sports on a pedestal. Is it right or wrong? I can't tell you, J. Ellis, but that's just how it goes. You know, the sport, the athletes are always privileged. How did KD find out that he had coronavirus that fast? He was one of the first people to, to get tested. Adam Silver was already looking out. <laughs> that's it. That that's it. You know. So yeah, you could argue why are they get in priority over over the public, but that that's just always how it's been. I can't. You know. Hmm. I don't. How do how do you solve that? You know. Again, and again, when you when you talk about the money, Jails Father, but there's a lot of money at stake.
4: It's the uh, economics. It become, it.
2: It's capitalism versus morals, man. It's not just in sports. It's in business. It's in everything. As, you know, the struggle, the two sides, reopening the country or staying home and staying safe. It's capitalism versus health versus morals. You know, it, it's an interesting debate because you could see both sides of it.
4: Yeah. No, you definitely can. It's been a, it's a struggle of America for the beginning of the time, man. The capitalism facts. versus morals. Facts. We're kind of built on... Uh, we kind of built on capitalism, and, oh, of course. Uh, of course,
2: that, that's the <laughs> foundation of our country. If, if, you wouldn't be realistic if you didn't say that. I mean, let's just yeah. be real. You know, <laughs> I broke my quarantine rules, man. I went out, got a haircut, Jails. Was, I was done. Oh, whoa, yeah, yeah, whoa! I'm done, man. I'm fresh. Oh. The spinners are back, man. I got it. I lost a couple of the spinners. I got to get back into training. Get the surfboard out. You know, and get it going. <laughs> uh, I, I had to. I, I broke, man. I broke. I was. I was. Broke. Uh, yeah. I was feeling like a lost soul in, in the house, man. I had to get out and uh, go see my barber. Ah, oh, look at that. Yeah, I had see? to go see my barber, bro. You you know that that meme, the video that's going around with, with AI and D-Wade embracing at the All-Star Game? Yeah. Yeah, that was me and my barber like this morning. Man. It, was, <laughs> it
4: was just like, brother, man.
2: Like the, Yeah, man, you know?
4: Oh, man, I've been doing it myself, bro. i been doing yeah. it
2: yeah, I'm
4: surviving. Yeah. I'm surviving. I'm
2: su- <laughs> yeah. But, but I mean, with you, you got the dreads. All you need is just just get a little lineup. You know, you can do that
4: yourself. Yeah, I'll be survive myself. Do a little twist up. Yeah. A, a little a little edge up, you know. If yeah, I'll be, be, be with my, my clippers like, OK, <laughs>
2: <laughs> that that's it. man. That's it. All right. Back to the phone. So to everybody in the chat hit that thumbs up button for you boys. Uh, we will rock for a couple more. Let's see who's on the line. Let's go to uh, JJ from Brooklyn. JJ, how you feeling, man? Yo, how you guys doing? Good, bro. What's going on?
6: Good, good. I just want to say, first off, man, I appreciate you guys' kind words, you know, for, you know, for the things that's going on in my family due to the virus, as well as uh, Dave and Sam in the chat. They had a lot of nice things to say, as Dope. well as many others, so... I really appreciate it. You dope, know, man. It means a lot. Man. Yeah, man. A- anything
2: so we can do to help you get out, through, man, bro. Man. Absolutely, man. Anything we can do to get, help you get through, man. Not a problem.
6: Yeah, appreciate it, man. Thanks again. Yep. I just uh, – actually, just want to say one quick point about ball. You know, mm-hmm. you actually saw one of the things I wanted to say was um. you think – you say we got like fifth pick. Most of the teams at the top don't need point guards. When you look at the Hawks, T. Wolves, the Warriors, you know, besides Detroit, you know, that's probably the only team at the top that needs one. And then I also just, to me, I like him, but I don't love him. It's not like, like, I'm not giving up any future picks. Next year's draft is going to be incredible. I'm not trading our pick for sure. I don't even want to trade the Dallas pick. Cause you, you know, you know, KP has hurt. So who knows? That could be a lottery pick. A great draft, I'm not trading that pick either. Would I trade the 27th pick and, like, a Knox to trade up a few spots? That I would do, but I'm not trading any picks, man. Okay. You know, I'm not doing that.
2: Mm. All right, all right, no doubt, JJ yeah. man. Glad glad you're doing all right, man. Appreciate the call, bro. Thanks a lot. Yeah, man. So so we did hear, We heard from Will J. Ellis, who's uh, he's ready to throw Kevin a deal <laughs> by himself and get Lamelo in here by any means necessary
4: by himself because that's gonna get it done. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> and then um, JJ says, "No chance. No no chance. He's trading up because he, he likes how next year's draft looking. That you know, those are all fair." Those are all fair uh, uh, sentiments. Now let's mm-hmm. look at um, let's look at Tankathon a little bit here, and, and you know JJ's saying that you know a lot of teams might not need a point, but you know what it is, I do agree with that. You know a lot of teams may not need a point, but again, if you're going with the best player available strategy, you still might get them.
4: Yeah. You know, yeah. you might get them and try to work the pieces and move something somebody yeah.
3: else.
2: Yeah. I mean, how many how many teams really, or how many people really saw a Golden State picking Steph or Monte Ellis was there still in this
4: prime? Boom. You know. Yeah, and they were left with the decision. They tried to work much, much like the Cleveland Cavaliers. They tried to play them both at the same time to yeah. work, and it ended up moving Monta eventually. Right, right. I
2: mean, Sixers. You know, Sixers had they had Noel, well, then they go get Embiid back to back. I believe I got to go back and check. You know, looking at it now, you see a Golden State again. I don't. I think there's a lot of other players that would help them rather than Lamelo. Cleveland, I think, is questionable. Minnesota, how 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 loyal is Minnesota? How set on they with D'Lo? Are are, are a they with question. D'Lo?
4: That's a great question. And even just going back to, I keep harping on Cleveland. Like I felt like I seen I saw um, trade rumors. Um, in February, about them trying to move their point guard.
2: Oh, um, Sexton, trying to move yeah. Sexton, right? Yeah.
4: I definitely saw Sexton in some trade rumors, which is why I'm I'm not super sure that it's going to be, you know, shooting guard or buzz. They might try to still move Sexton and, and get another Never point know. guard. Never know. Wait. Never know. Sexton wasn't really involving anybody. Right. So, and it's neither neither Garland, but even even though Garland, you know, was playing a lot of shooting guards, so I'm not sure if that's fair to say, say mm-hmm. about They might want a, a, a pass for his point guard because they don't right. have one.
2: Um, Atlanta, you know, you would think Atlanta's looking more at the two, but I have seen, I have seen tra- mock drafts putting LaMelo and Trey Young in the backcourt together. Mm. Detroit is a definite, definite need. Yeah. New York is a definite need. Chi town. Hmm. Charlotte. Uh, well, you know, they have Graham, they have Terry. They're trying to trade Terry as we hear. So Charlotte That's could that. definitely be there. Washington, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. maybe as the heir, parent to Wall.
4: Oh yeah, I can maybe. see that because of the
2: knees, right? Maybe, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, not, not a not a bad choice.
4: I'll cry.
2: No. <laughs> oh, like damn! All the all the guards. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh, hey, man. Uh, hey,
2: um, let's go to William from the Bronx. He wants to weigh in on the Lamelo topic. William, how you feeling, man?
1: I'm good man, I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. For sure. Um so yeah. So pretty much I believe that LaMelo for at least for us, I believe that he is a must have pick for us. Um I believe in terms of the of the issues that we had, have. we haven't had a a superstar point guard, medalist all star point guard since Stefan Mulberry.
2: That's true.
1: And I think a lot of the problems that we've been having with our franchise, especially within the because we don't have a point guard. And especially in today's week, it's a guard driven. It's a point guard driven. So if you're trying to make a run, if you need, if you're to, you know. Uh, uh, obviously, we want to make a championship run. We need that point guard.
7: We need
1: an all-star point guard. And right now, I believe that Lamelo, uh, draft prospect, that really shows that all-star uh, capability potential, or well, maybe Peter Lewis. Maybe Killian Hayes, but like I had to make a short five bet. It would definitely be on the uh, no. Okay. But like I definitely think, and obviously, um, you don't want to trade uh, next year's draft pick because I believe next year's draft pick is going to be incredibly deep. But it's you're if you have to make a trade. Do
2: whatever you can to get this man in in, in a in the blowout. All right. So that's pretty much all I got to say. Pre- appreciate the call, man. Be safe out there, William. Thanks for the call. So Williams, mm-hmm. he's on the by any means necessary side, Jails. He's on the by any means necessary. Yeah. <laughs> and again, let us see let's see what Lavar's uh, role in this will be. You know, he, he got Lonzo to the Lakers when he when he said he wanted him at the Lakers.
4: He's not he's not by any means necessary, really though. He said he is, but he's really not. Because... Oh, uh, oh, LeVar? Lavar? Uh, who just? I'm sorry, who just called? That was William. 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 Yeah. He's not really by. If he was really by any means, that he would include next year's pick. But he's not. He has sense too. Well, true, 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 true. <laughs> um, and he and he did say, yeah,
2: Killian, maybe, and and maybe uh, Kira Lewis as well. If you if he did go that route, didn't
4: go the Mel route. I, I'll be fine if, if the price is too crazy. I'm fine with Killian and Kira. Yeah, I I'm settled on Killian. Akira. I'll be fine with
2: that. Yeah, I think I'll be fine with that.
4: Sorry, I'm passing on Cole and and Ali, Killian, and I'm good with that.
2: Yo, Maxie's Maxie's still intriguing to me, man.
4: Maxie, you like Maxie. I don't way. know if
2: he can. I think he's he's more of a shooting guard than than a point, but he's still he, he's still very intriguing to me. I don't I don't think I think he's gonna be a good player. Okay. I, I think Maxie's gonna be a good player, bro. Cool. Yeah.
4: I like I like I like the I like the speed of Kira. Oh yeah. The speed and the efficiency, the efficiency, the, like, like we have the athletes in cold, but I feel like Kira's actually going to hit the shots and, mm-hmm. and and not, you know, not, not, not just be an inefficient volume shooter. So, so I'm, oh yeah, I'm going to lean more and more towards Kira if we can't get a uh, Killian or Lamelo. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay.
2: um, Let's stay in the Bronx. Let's go to Ivan. you up next, man. How you feeling, man?
7: Hey, what's up, man? I'm feeling good. How y'all feel?
2: Good, bro. What's going on?
7: Well, what I'm thinking is that, look, LaMelo does have the hype behind him and all that stuff. But the fact of the matter is, the guy is still on them cooking crops. And if he comes to New York, they're going to want this guy to be a superstar right right away. away. Right away.
2: No doubt about it.
7: Not the fans. Not the fans. The fans, I think, will be patient because no matter how bad the men are the fans are still there. We're talking about the media. You know, the media will want things out of this superstar right away. If he's not, and we traded all that to get him, we were, we're just going to wonder what would have happened if we just would have stayed where we were and maybe drafted Kenyon or something or Tyrese. Who? plays a lot like
3: and nobody really says
2: that. who? Who pl- plays a lot he like played. who?
7: Like Lonzo Ball, Tyrese Halliburton.
2: Okay, you know? okay, okay. All right, and appreciate the call. Man. Yeah, he plays I, a lot. I, like I think, I think JL's, Everybody's going to want this kid to be a star right away. I don't, I don't, I don't think we're, we're going to be as patient in his development, just like RJ, just like everybody else, man. It's New York. It's automatically, you're going to automatically be looked at as a potential savior of the franchise. And it's very unfair, but that's just the reality of the situation. A guy with Lamelo's fanfare, you're not just going to look for him to fit in, you know, when he gets here, you're going to look for him to take over. And, and again, we still need to have patience. He's still very young and, and, and he, he he needs to uh, get, get his experience up, especially at the next level. But, I think the expectations are gonna be through the roof for him for sure.
4: Yeah, that's just everybody that's just, that's definitely with everybody. And I guess like the question is too, like Lamelo is really good and very talented, but it's like still the talent level. Like what what where would Lamelo go if he was in the draft last year? You know what I mean? Last year? Yeah, last season. Last season. The season, season that just passed. Like if he if he went in RJ's RJ's draft class, like is he going over Zion? Is he going I over I think Ja Morant.
2: Um pr- no, because I think I think part of yes, Ja was was is still better. Ja's a better player and I think Ja's NCAA tournament um really solidified his spot. I think LaMelo would I think LaMelo would go 3-4. Yeah,
4: between
2: New York and Atlanta. I think LaMelo would I go 3-4.
4: Like, when, once he gets a 3-4, then you start to go, who's better, RJ or Melo Then yeah. you have
2: a choice to make. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think he would have went
4: 3-4. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: And probably 3, because I'm sure if the Knicks had 2, they would have picked Moran over, over over RJ. Oh, yeah. Any
4: Absolutely. Day of the week. Absolutely.
2: Because the point guard position has been so such a glaring need. So, yeah. I, I think... Well, Melo would have probably went third. I think we would have gotten him third, third or fourth. Mm. (laughs) You know? Good, 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 uh, good stuff there, man. Um, Another question, I think, came in from Twitter. I want to read the guy's um, comments. So to everybody in the chat, once again, hit that thumbs up button for your boys. Brunch time quarantine stream in effect. Um... Let me read some more super chat. Show to Michael Parker. JLs he says salute to the chat. Salute to C P and JLs. One time for the mods. And another super chat. He says, get LeVar Ball on the show.
3: <laughs> that
2: would be crazy. That would be nuts. <laughs> that would be crazy, man. Um, I uh, NYK Gunner says salute uh, Nick's fan TV, Knicks time show. Hope you boys been great to so NYK Gunner and uh, Ishmael Rivas sends us a super chat. Jails, he says, um, great show. What do you think about trading the Clippers pick and Kevin Knox in exchange for a higher pick, like sixteen to eighteen draft? Kira Lewis, I do it. Uh, I do it.
4: I do it. Yeah, I do. It. <laughs> you I do know,
2: it. it's again, it's it's not not cap. You got to pay to play, Jails. You got to take a risk. You got to take a chance. I do it. And so if, if you got to do that, to go up and, and get a player that you believe in, you know, what's the opportunity cost? How good can Kevin Knox really be? Yeah. You know, I it's hard, hard to say. But, I mean, if, if you're going to have to go up and get your guy, then you're going to have to trade. You're going to have to make a trade.
4: Yeah. Shout out to Danny Thomas, who was, who, another super chat. Um, I don't quite understand it. Okay, he says, thoughts on NBA expansion and what cities what to expand. So you're saying, are you asking – what cities should expand? Should, like what should get expand a, team. a team.
2: Yeah, so I think bring
4: back Seattle. I would say that. Yeah,
2: I think Sam Quinn of um, of CBS News that came out with an article basically speaking on on the um, advantages of expansion in terms of helping the league get out of its uh, issues uh, financially, in terms of TV ratings and as such. And, ah. and so he, you know, he did say, you know, bring back the Sonics and whatnot. Oh, um, see, I was right on time. I was yeah, right, on right, right on it. Right, on it. I ain't read the article. I already yeah. knew <laughs> right, right on it. Yeah, so you know, Seattle is is certainly an option. Um, I don't know what type of basketball market Pittsburgh would have. You we'll have to see how Las Vegas does with the Raiders. But if Las Vegas, who already has the NHL champions in the in the Knights, um or did they win, or did they did Las Vegas win the championship or did the Capitals no, the Capitals won. Sorry, but the Las Vegas hockey team did go to the Stanley Cup finals. Mm-hmm. see how the Raiders do in Las Vegas. But, you know, you already have a hockey team out there. You got a football team getting ready to start out there. Might Vegas well for, for basketball. Play. Yeah. It could be right there. Especially when, you know, at first it was looked down upon because of the whole impact on gambling. But they, you're about to have gambling right on your cell phone. It's about to be right in your in your face, in your house. So I don't really think that's much of an issue these days as it was,
4: you know, maybe a decade ago. Oh, definitely not. Lee's trending towards gambling. And I think yeah. I'm- knows it and he's probably just probably he's gonna i feel like he's gonna embrace it more and more as like the years go on mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. so um you know mate the i don't know if vancouver still a viable option it certainly wasn't when they moved the grizzlies but seattle we know would have to be at the top of the list
4: yeah definitely seattle's gonna be on top of the list uh yeah mm, yeah those are all good teams
2: yeah Say interesting stuff, man. All right. Um, last call. Let's go to Anthony from Mount Vernon. Anthony, how you feeling, man?
6: Yo, fellas, what's up? Man?
3: What's going oh. on, bro?
6: Yo, I wanted to talk about Christian Wood and how hopefully we can get him in about sixteen million a year. Y'all yeah, think about that? We drop Bobby Portis and uh, a couple of those one year contracts.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think from what we're hearing, it looks like Bobby Portis is, is not likely to, to be brought back, at least at this early stage. Um, Christian Wood at that price, JLS, so I don't think that would be a bad deal. I don't, I don't uh, necessarily think that would be a bad deal. How much is Well, Randall's about like 17 right now, right? Seventeen. Randall years. is
4: 18. 18. Randall is 18. The thing is with Christian Wood is Detroit Pistons kind of uh, clear already cleared away a bunch of people. Right. All they have is young guys left, so I... Like even though I would be down for it for like a sixteen, it's one is still a gamble because he's only been doing it for a few games. So, so you, it's you, a
2: very low sample size. Yeah, is, very yeah. low
4: sample size. And, and two, Detroit could would match. I would believe. I yeah. feel like it. Would, I feel like it would take something more ridiculous. It would take some Tim Harder. Tim Hardaway ridiculousness. Nah,
2: then you don't want to do it. You're not. You're not trying to overpay for. You know, him. Yeah. You're not trying to overpay for Christian Wood, but sixteen. Damn, that's still kind of pricey, though, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying, mm-hmm.
4: like, yeah, like he is. put he put up like near 2010 for 20 right. games.
2: I'm Dude. just saying it. All I'm saying is that if you're gonna give a port, but see, Portis' thing was a one-year deal, so it didn't really kill you. It doesn't kill you because right. he had to spend that money anyway.
4: Yeah, the only way I would do it is if you do if you do a uh, what the Knicks was doing for the last few years. If you do a team option, you no, know, like one Two year one option, I would do that. Yeah, but um. Like I said, I don't know. I I feel like Detroit would. I, I feel like Detroit would match it because I just I feel I just feel like they like him.
2: Yeah, they they probably would. And that. If that's the case, then so be it. Like he's he's not a he's not like, can't miss player for me. Um, so it it is what it is. I, I'm I'm not crying if they don't get a Christian Wood. And like you said, because the sample size is so low, you just don't know, man. Just don't know. Yeah, he's he's trending upward though. Like I said, I I've <laughs> liked him since summer league shot blocker spaces the floor can shoot the three very athletic obviously um uh gives you a bit of versatility out there at the four and the five so great christian wood it would definitely be a valuable um a valuable piece
4: yeah man yeah man. that's a gamble that's definitely a gamble it could huge. be worth it from what we saw but we oof. huge yeah
2: making 1.6 6 million dollars this year with detroit Up up, above to fifteen, but I mean, look at his production. It's hard to argue against it.
4: Definitely, it's you know, I I saw some numbers. I think it was like what eighty fifth percentile in Mm -hmm.
7: catches. Yeah, Mm. and he
4: can run. And he can block. Man, right?
2: It's hard hard to argue against it, even though it's a short sample size.
4: Yeah, it really is hard, especially the the way our team is built. And it's like, man, this can really give RJ some space that we need.
2: Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely, man. Um, question from Twitter goes to Jiggy X underscore one. He says thoughts on CP three and Carmelo being on the rise next season. Your thoughts, sales.
4: CP three gosh, man. I don't want I don't I don't want to do it, man. I can see CP three here. I, I don't want the pressure of Melo here. It's just too much. It's just, it's just too much right now. I would more rather Melo be here if we for real, for real. Like I know CP3 can definitely elevate everybody. And there's a possibility we can sneak into some type of playoff, something, who knows, possibly. But that's like, everything goes right. With with Carmelo here with the circus and then playing time with Knox even going up and down again, it's, it's just too much. I wouldn't do it,
2: and I'm not sure there's a bigger Carmelo fan in the world than me. Um, I wouldn't do it. I would take CP3. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bring him. Uh, I wouldn't bring Carmelo back. <clears throat> For real. And that's not because I listen. I understand all the sentiments, all that great stuff. Welcome home. Finished with the Knicks. Great. You talking him by himself would be eh, Him with CP3. I'm not doing it. And and of course especially if you're talking about having a Randall here, I'm not doing it. Woof. Not doing it.
3: Woof. I'm not
2: doing it. Because then JLS, you again it's you're in the middle. Right? You're not yeah. really re, you're not truly rebuilding.
4: Exactly. But
2: you're not gonna win anything. You're gonna be hovering in that middle of mediocre where it's like you have a borderline team that could maybe vouch for an eighth seed. But they, you have three guys who are going to take away everything from your young players developing.
4: A boom, boom, like the, and it's like you get you get to this point where all right, once again, like you saw how we saw R.J. kind of take over during that Houston game and everybody got excited. Mm-hmm. Um, like that's not happening with CP3 and Melody. No, that is not happening. You'll we'll get to this point where you'll see the young guys will, you know. They'll take some things from a veteran because, you know, they're NBA professionals and, and they can definitely teach the young guys something, but there has to be the balance between watching and doing and you want them to do and not just watch.
2: Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think it would be a good idea, man. I I just don't think it would be a good idea. CP three. Yes. Because I want him in here. I want him in there directing traffic. I want him in there coaching on the court, directing the young guys, holding them accountable. Melo's role here, it would not be the same as it is in Portland. I, we, I've said this already. His role here would not be the same as in Portland. You give him two little shots, it's going to be, why isn't he playing? Why isn't he shooting? You give him too much, what about the young guys? It's going to mm-hmm. be endless drama once again. Got to stay away from that, Jails. Yeah, man. We got we to stay away from that, man, and, ju- and just focus uh, on building the team properly, man. You know what I, I mean. agree. And, and, Love and I with that. Love you, Mello. Yeah, man, that's my guy. All day and all day in, and Sunday.
4: You know what I mean. So, mm-hmm.
2: anyway, man, let's uh, let, let's wrap up, bro. Good stuff. Bro.
4: Yeah, yeah. Awesome. super chat. Ah, oh, man. <sighs> shout out to shout out to uh, Bad Book One says Lucy PJ. mom's mom's a Knicks fans, stay safe. My mom recovered uh, from COVID, but I lost my cousin. Uh, thanks for the diversion, Nick To TV and Nick and Time, I shout out to you. to you and your family, man.
2: So it's a bad book one, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right, tails. Let's, let's wrap up.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, definitely, definitely, definitely check out new episodes of of Time. Uh, we just dropped an episode a few, a few days ago. Pretty entertaining. So let's check that out. Also, check out the blog at. Uh, the Nick of dot com. The guy Dave Nick's Fan TV Dave wrote something for the for the so blog. Dave. Pretty good article on RJ Barry where we'll take the be being all-star. Should definitely check that out. And more articles coming soon down the pipe. Also get your merch, t-shirts, uh phone cases, all that stuff at the NicketTimeShow.com. That's all.
2: Yes sir Good stuff JLS. And uh, enjoy your Memorial Day Salute to everybody that tuned in man Uh, Once again hit that thumbs up button for you boys You know what it is Number one show for the fans by the fans Remember salute to all hashtag new Leave us a hashtag new in the chat And throw your cities in the chat as well Let us know where you guys are tuning in from So we can shout you guys out As we wrap up, remember, you can get your merch down below. Uh, This video is available in audio podcast format, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Amazon Alexa and Stitcher. And let us know what you guys think about uh, the proposed season formats with the return of the NBA season. Me personally, I think this is my prediction. I think that they will end up getting to a 72 game benchmark. I think they're going to go with the playoff plus option of getting those bubble teams in i think they'll expand it to 18 get those bubble teams to play that tournament to, to see who lands the uh the eighth seed. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah I, I think that i think that's how it's gonna go man on, on the proposed season format for the nba return so and it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be interesting to say the least, but uh at the end of the day, we definitely appreciate everybody for tuning in. Everybody for checking in, you guys be safe out there, enjoy your memorial day. Um Super Chat came in, Jail. Salute to Alan Berman. Sends us a super chat. $50 super chat, Alan. We definitely appreciate it, man. M- much appreciated, Alan. Um and his comment says, uh, keep missing these lives, but salute fellas. So appreciate it, Alan. And, uh, yeah, if you guys missed it, remember, it's available in podcast format. You could always catch the replay and catch some of our um, previous interviews, man. Rasheed Wallace, Xavier McDaniel, Langston Galloway. Three very, very good interviews, man. So yeah. uh, definitely catch up on that over your Memorial Day holiday. And uh, look out for the Charlie Ward notifications. Def- definitely look out for the notification on the Charlie Ward interview. So, else uh, so who you want to shout out in, in your chats, man.
4: Yeah, shout out. Man, shout out Don Day, John Talento, my guy, Alex Collins, KC Smooth, uh, Mods, Craigs, William, Fritz, Edward L. Hunter, Kenny hard Knicks fan, uh, Scott Chavin, everybody who's representing KOT and Knicks fans Shout out to all you guys.
2: Yeah, sure. Shout out Alex Collins, second in from Ireland. Shout out to all the Mods, John Talento, Bad Book One. Uh, diverse One, Pranav, always appreciated. Chen, always appreciated. Uh, yeah, man, everybody that's tuning in, Rome, appreciated. Aiden Velez, who's my favorite Nick of all time, Patrick Ewing. Uh, right now, it's Mitch, favorite Nick's. Um, Lee Blocks, I'm checking in from London jails. Um, we had someone checking in from Germany as well earlier today. So, salute to Germany as well. And uh, yeah, man, we'll check you guys later on this week. Make sure you hit your notification bell. Look out for the Charlie Ward interview, man. Peace.